Welcome to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Badass Direct Sales Mastery is a podcast for rock star direct sales moms who are determined to make their business kick ass. Jenny will share her knowledge of effective sales and recruiting techniques, tips to get what you want from your business, and will interview direct sales professionals and leaders from various companies. The interviews will give insight to how these rock stars got to where they are and where they plan to grow in the future. And now, the direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Welcome back to another episode of Badass Direct Sales Mastery. I'm your host, your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger, helping you whip your business into shape. And I am so excited, and you can probably hear it in my voice because we've already been laughing, but I've got Bob Berg and Jeff West on the on the episode with me today because they have co-written a book together, and I cannot wait to read this book. I am so excited because I have read their other books and really enjoyed them. And if you have, if you don't know who Bob Berg and you don't know who Jeff West are, I'm going to link in the show notes the episodes where I've already interviewed them, already done the full intro. Go listen to those episodes as well. But Bob and Jeff, welcome to the show. Hello, Jenny. <laughs> Thank you so much for having us on. We're honored. Oh my gosh. No, I am honored to have you guys back. I mean, because I know you guys are super busy, especially with the promotion of this book. For you to come back on the show to talk about it, I, I'm really, really super excited. So the book is called Streetwise to Saleswise, correct? Correct. Streetwise to Saleswise, Become Objection Proof and Beat the Sales Blues. That is such a sexy title. I love it. So because <laughs> who doesn't want to be objection proof, right? <laughs> Exactly. You know? So, so what what started this conversation for you two to work together? Because I know you guys are already seeing each other on a fairly regular basis, anyway. But what brought this book around? Well, uh, you know, Bob and I have been friends, like you said, for over twenty years now. I think the first time we ever had a conversation together was in two thousand three, maybe something like that. And so, and that friendship has developed all the years. Uh, I'm a member of the Go-Giver Success Alliance, which is hosted by Bob and Kathy Tejanel. And uh, so the, it's, the relationship and the, the collaborations have really come out of there. But about a little over a year ago, some fourth quarter of last year, Bob had sent me an email about something and just asking my opinion on it. And he kind of put a quip in there at the end says, oh, by the way, save this too, because when we do our parable, this we'll, we want this. And I and I saw that, and we had not we'd not discussed it. And I, Bob and I laughed later. It wasn't necessarily he was saying, "Okay, let's now do a parable." Either it was just, you know, keep this in the back of your mind. And so I replied to his email, and I said, "P.S. By the way, if you're serious, oh yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> I love it. And Bob, do you remember that email? What brought about that thought to drop that with Jeff? Yeah, well, so several years ago, I I wrote a um, I, I was starting to write a book, a how to book, a short how to book on how to be objection proof, and uh, you know, objection proof itself is really, I guess, it's uh, the the term, the concept is it's both a philosophy and a methodology that allows sales professionals to work effectively within the objection element of the sales process. Okay. And that's as you're leading up to and including the sales conversation. That's what objection proof is. It's not trying to 
overcome objections, which is something we can't do, because if you try to overcome, what are you doing? You're trying to convince uh, that can, the word convince has the Latin root convincere, which means to conquer. Now, mm -hmm. I don't know of any prospect who wants to be conquered by a salesperson and told you're wrong. Right. And so <laughs> so objection proof allows you to rather than try to to convince, rather than try to overpower, or overcome, which is not going to work. It allows you to instead work with the prospect and together get to the root of the actual objection and then work forward in order to advance the sale. Okay, oh, so it's just a different way of going about it. It makes the the objection process more of a pleasure than a than the bane of sales existence that that it is for so many people. So I didn't really do anything with the book, just you know how things come up and other things take priority. Now Jeff, meanwhile, in the time that I'd known him since he was a major player with an insurance with an internationally known insurance company, a fantastic leader of salespeople as well. Once he retired, he began to, to write and his writing's fantastic. He had the you know, unexpected tour guide and then he, uh, with Lisa Wilbur, a true legend in direct sales, you know, he had said the lady with the blue hair and his writing's just absolutely fantastic. Mm -hmm. And so I had kind of thought, you know, if I ever did something with, with this objection proof, I'd like it to be a, a parable. And I thought, you know, if anybody, uh, you know, could write this thing, it's Jeff. And he and I, by the way, you know, as as great friends over the last 20 years, I don't know how many sales conversations we've had with each other, but we can sit and talk about sales for hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're sales, but we love it, right? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I, I think I kind of put that in as half joke, half kind of see what he would say about it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not even sure. But when he wrote back and said, all of a sudden it took on a life of its own. And Jeff and I are both kind of people of action. Yeah. And, you know, once we decide on something, it, it, it gets done. But he did just an absolutely amazing job of writing this story, putting his heart and soul into it. And not just the story part, but he brought some concepts because, again, he's a sales professional, you know, so it, it's he. But he also brought a um, uh, an element to this that I don't think many people talk about. And that's something called fusion points. And this is truly a game changer. When it comes to anyone in sales, especially in direct sales. Oh, I love that. So, I mean, how much do we want to address this and how much do we want to leave for people to go read the book? <laughs> That's it, always it's the your fun show. We'll follow your lead. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, so talk a little bit ab about uh, introduce these fusion points, right? So what what is this concept? Because this is totally new to me. I've I've not heard this before and I've been in sales for, well. Not as long as you guys, but well, I learned it from Jeff as well. Right. Well, over well over a decade now. So tell us about Fusion Points. Well, Fusion Points, basically, Jenny, is my branding that I developed uh, about a specific concept. Uh, when I was in sales leadership, uh, my, I, when I was a state manager for Fortune 500 insurance company in, in the Houston area, I was puzzled by something. And I know the other leaders across the U.S. were as well. And it, it was how could you take two people who on paper look like they should both be very successful in sales? They've got resume, you see leadership skills, everything seems to be right. And yet when you would put them out in the field, one of them would decide to persist and hang in there and, and have a very successful career. 
the other would decide to quit. They didn't like what they were doing. Mm. And so it puzzled me how that could happen. And so I, without getting too sciencey on it, I did some research, uh, ran across some uh, work from Dr. Antonio Damasio, who's very well known in neuroscience. Okay. And he he did a study and he found out that basically, uh, you know, of course, we all know that the logic comes from one part of your brain. Uh, the emotion comes from another. He studied people where that connection couldn't happen. There was a, a brain defect or some sort of accident and they couldn't, those t- parts of the brain couldn't communicate. What he found was that people couldn't make decisions unless it was both a combination of logic and emotion. And then to take it a little further, each emotion that we have generates a somatic marker. It makes us feel something in our body. Now, if it's a negative emotion like fear, uh, rejection, uh, things of that nature, that feeling we get in our body, we don't like that. And we don't want to do that anymore. But on the other hand, if it's a positive emotion that we're experiencing between our ears, the somatic marker it sends to our chest chest is pleasurable. We like that. It's love, joy, a sense of belonging. We like that feeling. And so we're comfortable and even want to take that next step. So when I put this together, basically the idea that, that all decisions are a combination of logic and emotion, and then understanding how the emotional component played inside our body, it's where I developed fusion points. And with fusion points are basically that unique moment in time where logic and positive emotion combine. They merge and it creates uh, acceleration. It creates tenacity. It creates loyalty. And it doesn't matter if it's in a sales process or a corporate structure where you're leading a team in a corporate structure or even in personal relationships. You know, when the negative emotion combines with logic, you get a collision point and it causes problems in a relationship. Customers don't want to move forward. Prospects don't want to move forward. Your salespeople quit and go do something else. But when it's a uh, positive emotion, uh, it's it's a totally different experience. So the negative emotion is a collision point, but the positive emotion combining with logic is a fusion point. And that's what we, in the book, we really do a, a, a great job of teaching people how to kind of apply that. But one of my favorite things about the whole thing is Bob's work on objection proof has just been phenomenal. And he's he's it's something he's had for decades now. And what it amounts to is that's one of the best ways that someone can create a fusion point with that prospect is when they have an objection and the salesperson handles it in the way that Bob has been teaching for years because it builds a personal relationship with you and that prospect because you're not trying to overcome that objection. You're empathizing with it. You're understanding. You're trying to help find a solution together. It's a totally different experience. Mm, I love that. And so I know with the the parable style story, because, you know, I, I did read, well, actually, I listened to and read, <laughs> said the lady with the blue hair. It's more of a story style. So it's, a, it's an easier read than your typical business, especially sales books, because been there, read those. They are helpful. They are beneficial. But I think you guys actually, my guess is you probably utilize some of those fusion point concepts in the actual writing of the story. So tell us about the story and how this actual story came about and, and how you implemented these objection proof and, and sales concepts and fusion point concepts in, into the story. Bob, you want to take the lead on the story? Well, you know, Jeff went to, uh, Jeff went to New Orleans with his wife and had a great time and got to see one, somebody, uh, a, a, what's called a street busker, 
who is a musician who plays on the streets of New Orleans and was inspired by her and built one of the characters around her as well as another uh, kind of street kid from, from New Orleans who uh, was a good kid, well-meaning, well-intended, hardworking, had some great qualities, but he also had a he had a habit of kind of running his mouth and saying the wrong thing at the wrong time. And he suddenly found himself out of a job mm. and he, uh, you know, was recruited into sales by a, a guy who, you know, also came up on the streets, but was mentored by a woman who owned the company where he began working. Now he's a partner at that company. He has taken on Thaddeus, who's the protagonist, uh, uh, as his protege. And he really helps Thaddeus see a lot of things in himself, and, and, and Thaddeus begins to turn things around. Meanwhile, Olivia, who is the, the, street, the street busker, the artist, she um, is, is just a wonderful, beautiful human being, comes from a great family. She has talent and ambition and drive, will work hard, but has a little bit of a, an issue with her self-confidence. And, uh, you know, together they all they all end up sort of uh, coming together as Jeff wrote the story beautifully. And we would say it, it all becomes it, it kind of starts out as a collision point and ends up being a fusion point. I love that. You know, you know, Jenny, because you've read some of my other books, my goal when I when I work with someone and I'm writing the, the business parable. Uh, business parables have they're unique. They should have their own genre in the book collection things because it's fiction and it's business, but there's no no category for that. But my goal is always twofold. Number one, just to make sure that whatever we're teaching is something that's going to be valuable to the people who who get it. But number two, I want to make the story in, uh, compelling enough that even if someone weren't in in sales at all, they will get a lot out of this one. And get a lot out of the story, and they they would they couldn't put it down. And in this particular case, what Bob and I I think successfully achieved is we taught leadership lessons that that have nothing to do with sales, but it's about how to lead any team, quite frankly, and how we put in some sales lessons in there as well. Uh, and I know you're a fan of audiobooks; you'll love the Audible on this one because Bob narrates the mentor and and uh, the mentor's mentor, and and I narrate the the uh, protagonist with Thaddeus and uh, I, Bob even voices the bartender. I thought that would be, that would be fun to do, but uh, you'll enjoy it. And there's, there's a little special treat in there that I won't say too much mm -hmm. about right now, but it's toward the end. So. Absolutely. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, and I know one of the things that you incorporated in your book with Lisa was you had interviewed her quite a bit. And so you incorporated bits of Lisa in some of the character in writing this story, did you find that you were incorporating bits of either Bob or a variety of people in your in your network? I mean, feel free to name them or not. <laughs> but well, how did you incorporate uh, all, people you know? Well, all the characters are totally fictional. Uh, okay. Even though I was inspired by people that I saw on the streets in New Orleans, they're all fictional. So because mm -hmm. I don't know the people, right? But uh, the two people I do know really well are Bob Berg and Jeff West, and so. As John David Mann has taught me, he's my writing coach, and as he's taught me over the years, write your truth. You, everybody's got a good book in them, but because no one else can see that point from your perspective until you do that. And so uh, it's so much, even even of the sales training. It's not just Bob's objection proof training, but some of the things that I do, I actually learned from Bob twenty years ago with endless referrals, <laughs> and it's just how I applied it. To, but 
Bob's leadership skills are just so incredible to me. And, and when we do the writing in the book and we voice that out, the, uh, even though Bob was in a studio in Florida and I was in a studio in Houston, uh, we were able to make that edit happen in such a way that it, it's a very good interaction on the audio book for sure. So. Oh, I love it. That that's I cannot wait to listen to that. And we'll make sure to include the audiobook link in the show notes so people can go take a listen if they're <laughs> well, hello. Podcast listeners love to listen to books, is my experience. They I don't tend to necessarily grab a physical book necessarily. So right. because they love listening, right? They're they're audio driven. So we'll make sure we include that link as well. So in this, who do you see? I know you said you would like people who aren't necessarily in sales to benefit from reading the story. They want to, you know, that they'll be driven by the story. How would you like to see this book shared with the world? Who who would you like to see, you know, benefiting from this book? Bob, Bob you want to take that one? Well, I mean, you know, we're all in sales, whether we're in sales or not. And, and we know that because if you're a friend, if you're a son or daughter or parent or in a social group, in a religious group and wherever you happen to be, you're, you're selling an idea, you're providing an opinion. There's times you're going to want to persuade a person to your particular point of view. And you know what? In all of those cases, you're going to get objections because people are individuals and we all come at life from our own set of, of beliefs, our own way of, of looking at the world, of understanding the world. So really, you know, anyone who ever has to persuade another person about a certain idea uh, can, can benefit from this book. But, you know, one reason I love, and I know, you know, your niche is direct sales. Yeah. And I think about something Jeff said earlier when he said it was astounding to him and to so many other sales leaders that you could take two people who had so many of the, the same traits, skills, potential, and everything, right? And excited about the business, as many people are when they, when they join direct sales. Mm -hmm. And you can see that they could both achieve so much, okay? And one does, and the other doesn't, right? How many direct sales leaders do you know, do you, do you coach, Jen, that have had that same issue? Oh, and these God. are the leaders we want to have this book because we want them to, to, actually, to not have that Oh, you're still always going to have that. It's right. part of life. But to be able to do the things they can do to encourage that person to stay around where they may not have been able to. And there's one scene in the story where, where Thaddeus starts out, has a horrible, horrible experience. Now, gee, does anybody in direct sales start <laughs> out excited and then the first or second day have a horrible experience? Oh, yeah. Right. And they quit. Mm -hmm. Well what we did in the book with, you know, through Jeff's expert writing was share how the, uh, how Andre, who was the sales leader was able to, you know, work uh, with Thaddeus and help Thaddeus really understand what the situation really was and how to instill that confidence. So he knew, yeah, okay, it happened. It doesn't, doesn't feel good. It's not supposed to by the very nature of the thing, but that does not have to stop me. In fact, if I utilize this as a learning experience and a tool, boom, I can accomplish great things. That that just gets me like, okay, I'm going to have, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Because <laughs> we're recording this on a Friday. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I, I really appreciate you guys sharing this because this I know is going to be something that will make an impact. And And I agree with you, Bob, that this is a book that's not only for the salesperson, 
but especially for the leader who can then learn from not just Thaddeus, but from Andre's way of leadership of Thaddeus of, of going through that process and not even having read the book. It makes sense to me that leaders would want to read this book because they're dealing with objections, not just from their customers that they're selling to, but objections of their team members. Absolutely. And I, and I, and I thought goosebumps that was, right now. And, and I thought, and, and that was Jeff's idea. I, I did not think of, of putting in that part. That was Jeff's idea. And I, I think that's a brilliant element of it. And I think that is going to really help so many people. So I thank him for having the foresight to uh, put that in there. I think we've created something that all levels of any organization are going to, there's going to be value in so many ways. Salespeople are going to get a lot, whether they're direct sales or Financial advisors or insurance agents, real estate agents, they're going to get a lot out of it. And also the leadership lessons that we put in there uh, work in every single organization. doesn't matter what the business is. doesn't even matter if it's sales related. Quite frankly, it doesn't even matter if it's your personal life or your professional life. There's there's a lot of a lot of meat in the story, I guess. that's uh, they, But it's done in such a way that it's given a lot of value. But uh, the, the story is pretty, pretty entertaining and should should keep people interested. So, yeah. so to wrap this up, because the, the book has been out for a few weeks now, what kind of uh, stories are you getting back from people who have read it that are just absolutely making you smile ear to ear when you when you hear them? What do you have a favorite review or story from somebody who read it? Oh, gosh, I guess uh, probably we've had so many great comments and I am drawing a total blank. Bob, uh, <laughs> what's the the. Uh, Sotheby's agent that we that was her review was just so awesome. Oh, Gabrielle Witkin, and uh, yeah, she is she's amazing. She's a woman who, in her first two years in real estate, she did ten million dollars each year in sales. In her third year, she did thirty two million. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and she said just gave us the sweetest compliment about this book and about how, you know, people in sales will benefit through it and so forth. And we just took that as a a wonderful compliment. And if you go to the website for the book and scroll down, you find all the, the endorsements and all that. And we've gotten such kind endorsements in, in all industries, uh, from the insurance industry, like uh, Aflac's uh, senior vice president of sales endorsed it. They, uh, from Berkshire Hathaway's Georgia uh, CEO president, she endorsed it. There's just so, so many people who have been very kind and generous, and it seems to be happening online, too. We're getting people reading it on. And they're posting online that in my case, I've never met them. And in many cases, Bob's never met them, I'm sure. And, and it's rewarding because that's kind of what we wanted to do. Mm, I love this. Well, I, again, I thank you guys for being here and sharing this with my audience because it's it's my belief that the show is here to be a conduit to introduce my listeners, the the badass crew, as they call themselves, to new resources, new tools new ways of thinking about things and approaching things. And I really believe without even having read it, just knowing the two of you and the the previous books that I have read of yours, that this is going to be really, really beneficial for people and look forward to my review very soon. <laughs> so thank you so much. Oh, by the way, before we get off of here, I want yeah. to congratulate you publicly because I, it was while you were on that cruise, I think I was looking across some stats and it was a, a podcast uh, link that had come up and you were sitting right on the very top in the direct sales market again, which was mm -hmm. nothing new, but I just want to congratulate you on that. That's awesome, kid. Thank you so much. Well, it's 
it's because I'm able to bring amazing humans like you guys onto the show. Um, so thank you. Thank you very much. I so appreciate you. And again, badass crew, make sure you check the show notes. And if this is your first time listening to the badass direct sales mastery podcast, and you're sitting there going show notes, what are show notes? Grab your phone. As long as you're not driving, click on today's <laughs> episode, scroll beneath the picture of the book. Cause we're putting that as our cover art for today. Uh, scroll beneath the picture of the book. You'll see the link where you can go for audiobook. Check it out on Amazon and we'll put the link to the website as well so that you have access to wherever you would prefer to grab your copy of of the book of Streetwise to Saleswise, How to Become Objection Proof. Thank you guys for being here. Have a wonderful weekend and badass crew. You know how this goes. Stay tuned because there's another badass episode on its way. Thanks for listening to the Badass Direct Sales Mastery Podcast with your direct sales dom, Jenny Bellinger. Why are you waiting to go to BadassDirectSalesMastery.com? Don't make the dom get her whip. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to share it with another rock star that you know in direct sales after you subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any future episodes. You can also check out the show notes for links and any contact information mentioned in today's episode. We'll see you next time.